Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Jimmy G, he's returning to the 49ers at the moment. A restructuring, a no trade clause, restrictions and choices and decisions. What was your takeaway when you saw this first first reaction and then after you were able to dissect the deal? What were your takeaways? Uh, the biggest thing for me, LeVar, was I, I think when you look at the NFL, you almost never see – things work out where like all parties involved actually are satisfied with, with a contract, with an agreement, uh, with a situation like this that was, was pretty awkward. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the reality is it was pretty awkward for a guy that's taking you to the Super Bowl uh, <laughs> who took you to another NFC championship game right. in the only two seasons he's been fully healthy there. And then you go draft a guy. You trade up to draft a guy to replace him. And, and now you're like, nah, but we want this guy to hang around for another year. It, it, it was just it was really interesting. And I, I wonder if it was credit to the 49ers. Because remember, they were trying to trade him right after the season. Like, it was done deal. Mm-hmm. They had offers, all the stuff. Then the shoulder surgery came. And then it's almost like Jimmy Garoppolo kind of forced their hand. And, and was like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm going to do this on my own terms. So I, I think it's a really a really interesting case of a unique scenario where the team might have, at least in, in some ways in my mind when I saw this, with the way they redid this, they basically said to themselves, all right, maybe we did Jimmy G a little dirty. Let's try to do right by him. We're not sure what we have in Trey Lance. He is there you go. good. He's looked good at times in San Francisco in the preseason this year, I thought last year looked very green. But why not keep around Jimmy G in case we need him in the event of an injury? Because we don't have anyone, right? 
uh, in case we, we, we need to, you know, we're looking at Trey Lance going, he ain't ready yet. Let's go on. A, we need to go on a run with Jimmy G. They, they now position themselves to do all that. And you know, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the second, third highest paid backup and has the opportunity to earn significantly more money, six, $6.5 million guaranteed, but another like $9 million in playtime incentives that would make it much more fruitful for him if indeed he does play. So this truly mm-hmm. is a win-win for both the 49ers and I think Jimmy G. I think the only awkward thing is now going to be Trey Lance, where yeah. he doesn't play well. Now the pressure's on him. Man, that was my first takeaway from the deal getting done. This is – I think this is we talk about all these quarterbacks and we'll get to Lamar Jackson at some point during the show, uh, I would assume. But, you know, Baker Mayfield, you know, he bet on himself going into last season. This this restructuring says to me, it screams I'm betting on myself and it could be a poker match with with Garoppolo and his people, his representation. I mean, I, I'm with you on not knowing what Trey Lance is going to bring to the table in the regular season. We are now getting down to business. The, the games are going to be, begin to count. And you take this restructuring, you take the pressure off of the franchise in terms of how they're looking at you, you're favorable to not only the franchise, but to your future employer, because this is, you know what, he's a sensible guy. He's, he's a team guy. He's willing to do some things that, you know, would probably offset and negate what, what maybe would have seemingly been, why did he go about getting his shoulder surgery the way that he did? But I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not sold on Trey Lance. I haven't seen anything that would lead to me believing that he's not going to have some stumbles and and some some hard moments and now you have a guy that you know has been the reason why you have won as a head coach you have won as an organization as of as of late and he's on he's sitting there right there the players know him the coaches know him and the fans know him. I, I think this really really creates a very very pressurized situation and listen I'm not a quarterback so you could probably speak better to it than I can but I could only imagine if I'm a top draft pick and I'm the top draft pick that they brought in to replace you and I know people brought up the whole Montana you know Steve Young deal this is not a Montana Steve Young deal um, we knew what Steve Young was because he had already played in the pros, right. um, not the NFL pros, but we knew that he was going to be uh, an well, he amazing did. He pro. He did play in the NFL right. pros first, too. Uh, he, remember, he was okay, in Tampa. He did play in the pro. Okay, okay. I don't even remember him in Tampa. I just remember him coming, what, from well, the USFL the or something to that effect. M- most people yeah. don't remember him in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember him in Tampa. But but here's the point. We knew that the lefty was was a baller, and we knew that the GOAT was the starter. I think it's a very different scenario here, and I think this is – I'll tell you this. If Trey Lance performs and and keeps that job, you got to give him a ton of respect for being able to do it because I think that this creates a situation where if if he doesn't do well – the amount of pressure that he will have on him or the amount of scrutiny because Garoppolo is sitting right there, it may even be considered to be unfair. Yeah, it it definitely could be considering, you know, how this could all work out. But the reality is it it is Trey Lance's team right now, and he's got the first crack at it. They're doing everything they can to put everything else out around him. 
I think I think Kyle Shanahan's going to create or construct an offense that's, that's going to look drastically different. I think you see a little bit of that in preseason, not much, but still things that are going to play to Trey Lance's strengths. Um, and I think they're going to make the most successful. So I, I'm not so worried about this. It's a one-year deal. After this year, it clears itself out. You know, I, I think it's interesting you bring up Steve Young and, and Joe Montana or other people who have talked about that. So if you recall, Steve Young uh, originally was drafted in the supplemental draft. Um, I, I want to say he's the first overall pick in the 84 uh, supplemental draft, but he did play mm-hmm. two years with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Wasn't very good. I mean, first year through three picks, state interceptions, completed about 52% of his passes. They won one in four of those games he started. And the next year he's two and 12. Uh, threw for over 2,000 yards, eight touchdowns, the 13 interceptions, completed a little bit more, 53% of his passes. But then he went to San Francisco and he was there for about the next, I don't know, five years where he was just backup duty, right? It was, it was spot duty here and there, starting a few games, went two and one uh, coming in, uh, two and one the following year, three and oh, and you kind of going on down the list. He really didn't play until he was 31 years old where he got a shot to then be what everyone saw him to be, where he was an all-pro in 1992. And he led the league in completion percentage, all of that. But think about that. He entered the league at 24. He never really was the guy until 31 after that time in Tampa, where then mm-hmm. the rest of his career you know, really took off. And so you know, I only bring that up because I think there's a lot of different paths and a lot of different ways that people can become successful when a Super Bowl become that quarterback we remember. We just we seldom realize or remember like what the journey actually started off like. Like you know, mm-hmm. like usually usually we remember the hoisting up the Lombardi, and and we remember the good times, but we don't remember the days after that. Like hey, what the career look like at the end? Like I, I grew up a Joe Montana fan. I remember the San Francisco 49ers years, and look, he didn't have a bad career in Kansas City, but it wasn't the same as with the 49ers. And so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, that's usually how we remember legends like that. So in this case with, with Jimmy G and Trey Lance, I think it's going to be really interesting, you know, how this, how this plays itself out because really for both players, I mean, I think for Trey Lance and the opportunity that he has now as a starter to potentially be the guy, but also for Jimmy G because after this year, I mean, one, he could play a really key role a la Nick Foles. To even if Trey Lance is playing well, one injury puts you in a spot or you're leading the team to the Super Bowl, maybe winning it. And then if not, after this year, he's going to have an opportunity to go somewhere else and play. And I think mm-hmm. when healthy, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is a top half of the league quarterback. Like, there will be a market for, for his, you know, his ability. I think it was his contract and probably the injury that held him off from being you know, trade bait, at least at that point in time this season. So no matter how you cut it up, it's going to be fun to see what happens in San Francisco this year. Not just the quarterback situation, but the team. And I think that division, too, to see if, if the Rams can repeat or if the San Francisco 49ers can kind of get back to where they were a few years ago. Definitely a competitive division. And it will be interesting to see if Trey Lance is able to keep them on pace with what's going on in the NFC West. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's talk about this Lamar Jackson situation, Q. Now, there's a situation that that has been ensuing because, well, everybody wants to know when Lamar Jackson will get this done. Lead the lap. Lamar Jackson maybe have get, has given one of the most interesting responses in, in social media form to all of the all of the claims that that you know are are surrounding and swirling around about Lamar Jackson. What did he have to say about these these uh, claims of 
of what he's got going on with his contract situation. That, that's right. Uh, understandably, fans are a little confused. One fan on Twitter went on uh, on the platform to say, give that man the $250 million guaranteed before you write a check your ass can't catch. Uh, another fan uh, tweeted at him saying they already offered that, to which Lamar decided to clear the air and responded, no, they did not. Mm. I'm not liking the fact that he's he's reading through his timeline to look for this stuff. Now, look, maybe he has someone else who controls it, so so maybe it's a little different. Maybe he's not distracted by it. But um, one, I, look, we don't know the whole truth of it, and that's why I keep going back to there is a reason why agents exist. They do provide value to athletes. Cartilage. And by the way, it doesn't have to be an agent. You know, you could hire an attorney for an hourly rate or just hire him for a specific seri- you know, period of time for a set rate. Agents will even do that nowadays, where they won't charge you a fee every single year of the contract. They'll just charge you a fee up front. And it's a more economical way of doing that. So it, it's still a bit confusing why he hasn't gone this route. And in part because, again, he doesn't have to speak through social media to people's responses you know, who are tagging him. You know, he can just speak directly to the media, to the team, have someone out there who's constantly advocating for them, him and earning that percentage as they're trying to negotiate his deal. Um, you know, look, it, it's, it's a complicated process. Only Lamar and obviously the team knows what's been offered and what's been discussed. But I, I just I find it interesting that, you know, there hasn't been an offer that has been good enough up to this point for him to want to take – that sort of, I guess, injury risk off the table. I mean, we're talking about, yeah, he, he's not going to get 250 you know, million total guaranteed. You know, I don't, I don't know what quarterback's going to. I mean, it seemed like that really is more safe for a situation of desperation, and I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are in that right now. So, you know, could he get 150 million guaranteed? Sure. And if he has been offered anywhere around that, it's shocking to think that you wouldn't sign up for that. I mean, look, I, I know it's not resetting the quarterback market, but my goodness, like, that's not good enough? I, I, I don't know, man. It would be, it'd be hard for me to turn down that sort of money uh, given the point and time that he's in and his current contract, his style of play, and just even experiencing some injuries last year. Like, that I think would might, you know, almost force me or push me to say – yeah, this contract's good enough, and I'll reevaluate here in three years. You know, once we get in, once we get into this contract. I mean, do you see it different, Lavar? I, I would, I would say, I, I've been in in several situations where I felt at the point in time where I did a contract negotiation that I was, and this might sound crazy because it's kind of a long time ago, but I felt like I was at the, at the top of my 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 position. Like, I don't I, I didn't see there being anyone uh, it, it could be debatable. But, you know, in 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 oh one, oh two, oh three, I would debate that I was the best linebacker, one of the best in the game. And and so when we were doing in contract negotiations, contract discussions, I I certainly wanted to be either a market resetter or or 100% market market value in terms of the the standard of what my accomplishments represented i can't even imagine 
what I would feel if I had gotten a defensive player of the year award, let alone the MVP award. I don't, I don't even know what I would be thinking. And, and, and I would, I would most likely look at, you know, the, the people that was negotiating my, my agents, the, the, you know, the, the negotiators for, for the team. And I would, I would ultimately let them know that, if you're looking at these other people that are connected to me in this and in, in my position, and you're looking at what I've accomplished versus what they've accomplished, I'm using them. I am going to use them as my my barometer. I'm going to use them as my measuring stick as to how you value me. So while I, I agree 100 percent with what you're saying, I also would say. If if Lamar Jackson is looking at where the market is and where the market has been set and he's comparing what his accomplishments are and what he believes his ceiling is based off of, of where, you know, what what players he has around him or whatever the variables he's bringing to the table, if he believes that that number should be higher for one reason or another, I don't I don't feel as though. That's egregious if he doesn't take an offer that is, you know, in the hundred and fifty million range. That's guaranteed fully. I, I, I just think that maybe, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I can't say for certain what he's thinking. If he wants a long term deal that is a blockbuster deal, or if it's a short term deal, but I guess it depends on how he feels about the city, and it, it appears that he wants to stay there. So if he wants to stay there, I would assume he wants a long-term deal. And if he wants a long-term deal, I would assume he would want to reset the market. Now, how close to Deshaun Watson that is or in guarantees, I don't know, Q. But I know for me, I would want to reset the market or at least be close right there at it with with my peers that they would have considered to be the ones who are getting paid the most and considered the best at the position. You know, the, the tough part about it is, obviously, we have no insight whatsoever to what's being offered. And yeah. usually where agents kind of come into play, and maybe this is something that, you know, you got to be careful of as a player. They'll leak it. They'll leak it. Right. Because now yeah. if you're a player, then you get that tag as a guy who's, you know, got his sources. He's, he's you know, I'm not going to say a rat. It's not like that. But, you know, then the, then the teams can become very, very weary of you when things don't yeah, go what well. What are you capable of? If you're putting our yeah. personal business out, you're you're compromising the integrity of, of our you know, of our negotiations. And yeah. that's coming direct to you as the player. You, you don't want that reputation. And and so it kind of goes back to the original point of just the, having an agent. Having someone who can can take that for you. You know, if it does get leaked out, well, it wasn't me. You know, if it was my agent, go go talk with him. You know, go take it up with him. Like, yeah, I'm mad at him. He leaked it out too, man. You can say whatever you want at that point because you have someone to blame. You've got that intermediary. You've got that filter, right? And, and there's honestly to a degree too, I think a lot of times in negotiations, you know, people get emotional. And, and when you're talking about business and, and especially a business that involves you, like your work ethic, your accomplishments, everything else, people start to take it really personal, and it's hard because it's hard to differentiate what really is good for the business and is good for you personally because when you're your own business, it's one and the same. Like what's good for my business is good for me if I'm Lamar Jackson. 
And so then it becomes ha- it becomes difficult having those conversations where, you know, they might be saying, well, you know, look at these numbers and this is where we feel like you are as comparison to other quarterbacks who signed contract extensions, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson or whoever else. You know, the team's always going to have reasons why you shouldn't be paid more, right? Mm, and you're going to try yeah. to provide them with reasons why you should be paid more. Now, everyone's going to use Deshaun Watson at his contract as a case of, hey, here's why we should be doing this. But every team in the NFL that's redoing their quarterback's deal is probably looking at them going, we're not doing that deal. We're not Jimmy Haslam and D. Haslam who are desperate. We're not them. And so we're not going to put all our eggs in that sort of basket and do a deal that we don't mm-hmm. think is fair to our team and to our team's ability to compete in the future. And so then what is your conversation? What is your recourse? And, and that's Ooh. the hard part is, again, that it, it is gets emotional. Part. It, get, it yeah. gets emotional. And so, you know, Lamar could be putting up walls because he's been offered something that, you know, he doesn't feel is in the ballpark of what Deshaun Watson's deal is. And look, I agree with him if that's what his, his stance is, is saying I should be paid more than Deshaun Watson. I wholeheartedly agree. Lamar's been more accomplished. I think at this point, I have a better feel and idea of what he is as a quarterback and, and you know, if he's going to win a football game or not in comparison to the two. And so I, I don't disagree with them. The problem is just you're not going to find that unique scenario. You know, is there a market for that in a different market? If he if he bets on himself and he has a great year this year, I mean, Baltimore isn't going to let him go if he has a good year. No, is they'll, there, tag. Is there, they'll tag him. Right. So if that becomes the the idea of the situation then now you're talking about they could tag him again as well, like a, a year out from that as well. This this could ultimately drag out, which I think kind of in a weird type of way goes back to your original point is if you can get 150 some million dollars guaranteed and and maybe not for as long, you know, then you you probably should entertain that because you're talking about potentially what? three years removed from right now before you could actually go test the open market and get get what it is. I mean, that market, that, that average might go up kind of crazy for the, the franchise tag, but it's not going to be nowhere near the type of guarantees you would have if you took $150 million guaranteed. Right, right. I mean, so I mean, am where... I, am I, I'm looking at this the right way. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I just here's the thing is we don't know. We're, we can only speculate because we don't know a lot of the details. And, and that's that's the tough part is like I, I'd love to take Lamar's side in all of this. You know, I really would. But I also don't know what's been put out there. I, the Baltimore Ravens don't seem like and Eric DaCosta, their general manager. They don't seem like an organization that doesn't want to do right by their players. I feel like more often than not, you, you, you see them do right, whether it's the contracts, the way they handle themselves. Very similar to what we talked about opening the show with Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. John Lynch, since he's gotten there, has been the standard with the way he's gone about trying to make sure guys have opportunities, are happy. You know, he's able to get them you know, you know, contracts, et cetera. I mean, they're able to make it, way, make it work. And they did that with Jimmy G. Baltimore strikes me as a very similar organization in that sense. You can't say that for every organization, but they do seem to be that 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 type of organization. So I, I look at this and go, I'm not sure what the disconnect is. You know, I'm not sure if it's just a few sticking points that, you know, Lamar is going to hold Baltimore to and then, you know, play this thing out like Dak did with the Dallas Cowboys and make them ultimately pay. But that's I mean, that's that's a that's a rare circumstance you find yourself in. 
And, and, and Dak was lucky because he had an ownership group that was still willing to believe in him even though he got hurt that year. I mean, remember that. Like, he got off to a great start, but then he gets hurt, and he's still That's able to exactly negotiate that contract. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if that happens to Lamar, you look at him differently. Because if he gets hurt and has a, a terrible injury, you don't know if he's going to come back and be the same type of dynamic player. You might think he's going to be, but you don't know for sure until you see him come back. And so that's the, the risk that is obviously that he takes is that injury risk that I think would impact him even more so than some other quarterbacks out there. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's go to college football week zero. I am super interested to hear your take on the winners and the losers of week zero. I know for certain the biggest headline to me was Scott Frost losing and in the way that he did. But I'll, you know, I'll turn this over to the expert and listen to what you got to say about it. Well, if you listen to our college football previews, I would have told you Northwestern plus 13 with, with when I gave you that bet, the line actually moved down to 10 was the lock of the weekend. There's um, no doubt about it. And, and I think on the onset, just looking at that game and not talking about what transpired, you had two, two schools of thought. You got one coach that was going into the season on the hot seat and Scott Frost who fired his entire offensive staff, brought in Mark Whipple, brought in a bunch of transfers, and who's really trying to just hang on. And in the meantime, you've got Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, who has continually done more with less during his time there and has built up a culture, a style of football. And you could say they're predictable in some ways, but the reality is they know exactly the type of game they want to play, and when they play it, they're tough to beat. And, and I know that's going to like sound funny to people out there in college football because they're not Alabama, they're not Georgia, it's not an SEC score, whatever else. But they are tough, they're physical, and when you give them a light of hope, they can, they can make something happen. And they, and they did in this matchup. Like, that's the reality of it. You know, with, with Nebraska up double digits, Scott Frost attempts at a surprise onside kick that ends up failing. And what a lot of people will say, and this is called um, – and anytime it's called resulting, anytime you look at the result of something and you say, well, that was a dumb decision. Like we can all look at what happened with Scott Frost attempting a surprise onside kick up 10 where you have all the momentum and then giving it all away in that very play, allowing Northwest not only to come back into the game, but to come back and win it. So I think the discussion starts with this and you can speak to this LeVar like, as a coach, do you make a call that you think is going to be unsuccessful at any point in time in the game? Like, no. That's never the point of any call you make, never. right? Right. And so that's the funny thing is people are like, well, that was stupid. That's all on Scott. Okay, okay folks. You have to understand how they played that game. Go back and watch the first half again. Look how aggressive they were offensively. Look at what they were trying to do. They were trying to step on the throat of Northwestern. They didn't want Northwestern to have even a shot of coming back because if that's a team 
that you can go up 18 against, which is what they were attempting to do, they ain't coming back. As good as Ryan Halinski looked, and as good as that offensive line is in protecting and run blind, they're going to be a one-dimensional team trying to throw their way back down three scores. That's just the reality of it. So I completely understand what the thought process, and even furthermore when, and, and, and again, LaVar, you can speak to this, you, you're, you're coaching right now. When you get a look, you're going to take advantage of that look, are you not, and try to execute a surprise oh. something, onside, fake punt, something, right? Let me tell you something. I, I created a scheme specific to the team that we were playing in our, our week one, and they, expo- they exposed and exploited it the third play of the game and they continued on the entire game. I, I, I was, I was negligent in adjusting and adapting. I thought that we would respond to it and plug it up and we didn't. So to your point of making calls, it's like, do you, do you take a risk? Do you change the course or do you try to adjust the play call of what it is like in defense? It's more about, you know, your fronts, where, where people are aligning, you know, right. are you plugging up the gaps? Are they filling the gaps? Different things like that. There are, there are certain things that you can't take and measure out and know what the result is going to be until it happens. So I think if, in, in terms of doing the, the, the surprise onside, they felt like they may have saw something. Maybe there was a, a, a wing, you know, a, a blocker that, Maybe they didn't think had good hands. Maybe they were they created a gap that was, you know, from one player to the next was kind of large. Maybe he was back too far. Maybe he was up kind of close and they thought that they could find a sweet spot. There are so many quality control coaches. There's so much information being exchanged during the course of these games that when you make decisions, they're not just sometimes, sometimes it might be in the moment you're saying, let's go for onside. But a lot of times, you know, you, you hear that there's a lot of information going over the head headsets and it's like, we see this, we might be able to get it. And, and you know what, if it happens and it works, he's a genius. He took a chance. He's got moxie. You know, this is what Scott Frost is. The guy that brought in the new line coach, he's got him throwing up every play or every practice, this, that, and the other. Here they go. Here's the Huskers. They're back. You didn't get it. Right. And right. so now you fall under the scrutiny and the criticism of it. Right. And well, rightfully hey, here's, so. Here's what it brings up, though. You know, when, when you do something like that, in my mind at least, okay, you talked about making adjustments. And, and, and those, that's, the, that's, the, that's the decision that you're kind of faced with as a coach sometimes, making adjustments. You know who it's hard to make adjustments for? A group of players where your quarterback is in the, was from the transfer portal. Uh, two of your, your receivers that showed out, uh, both, both were transfer portal players. You don't have a culture built there yet. You're trying to claw and scratch and fight your way That's to find point. success so you can hang around long enough to build a culture. And that was the difference to me in this game. It wasn't so much that one singular decision. Did that decision help Northwestern get back in the game because they didn't execute or they didn't, you know, it didn't happen the way they want? Of course. But did, did the defense for Nebraska need to fall apart in the second half? Right. No. Correct. Did the right. offense all of a sudden and Casey Thompson need to literally frost over? I mean, he was – so after the big scramble around that, that became uh, viral, uh, if you're looking on social media from, from Casey Thompson, you could find it. He scrambles around, chucks the ball downfield, 
for a 50-plus yard gain. After that point for Casey Thompson, he was 6 of 15 with two interceptions for like 44 yards. And so did he expect his quarterback was after a great first half where you're like, okay, this kid might be up for the Heisman the way he looked in the first half. Did you think he was going to fall apart too? I mean, the reality is, as a coach, you're always, you know, really trying to hope for the best, and that's and you're trying to hope for execution. The truth of the matter is, it was a tale of two halves, and Nebraska didn't execute anything really in the second half. And give credit to Northwestern; they, they, in every step of the way, they kind of stayed that steady Eddie like they can. They ran the football. Holinsky made plays when he needed to in the passing game. The physicality in the trenches won out on Northwestern, and you know what? That's their identity. That's their culture. And that's what really ultimately more consistently wins in college football. When you, if you look at the Northwesterns, the Wisconsins, whoever you want to bring into the conversation, Utah, like all those schools have an identity and they know exactly the type of game they want to try to play. And if they get you to play their game, you're going to have a hard time winning. we got a great week one matchup coming up between Utah and Florida this weekend. And that's going to be one where if Utah can go into Gainesville – and make yep. Florida play their game, which, by the yep. way, Utah's favored by three points. A little bit surprising. But if they can do that, Florida's going to have a hard time winning that football game. So, you know, I, I look back on it, and I think a lot's going to be made of it because, to your point, like, it was the only thing really on. You're in Dublin, Ireland. They happen to run – their internet happens to go out. So all you have is all these, you know, people boozing up because the, the Irish people are the best, and they're giving out free booze at the game to everyone. And then you have this almost epic collapse where everyone's ticked off. All right? I mean, did, you, did you see the photos of all the Nebraska fans who are out there, by the way? I saw it. I, there I were saw, thousands. I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, there were yeah. thousands. I mean, and and I and someone had said this. Um, they were talking on Twitter. It might have been Daniel Jeremiah, but he was saying something about you know college football is, is is local and regional. I was like, no, it's not, man, not anymore. Like, think about it. You had teams playing as far out west as Hawaii. Vanderbilt played Hawaii, and then you've got all the way out east heading into Ireland. I mean, and that's that kind of that's the kind of thing that. NFL doesn't do that anymore. You don't go out to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl. Yes, you go to London. The Jacksonville Jaguars do. Hell, I went, we went out there when I was in, in Denver to go play the 49ers, and it was an international crowd. It wasn't a bunch of Broncos fans. It wasn't a bunch of 49ers fans. There were some, but it wasn't like what we saw from Nebraska. They like, that's one they of the love changes, too. Oh, my God. Well, it's not even they just that. It's football. the fact that you can get fans to travel. You can get them yeah. to go internationally, and they'll go even for a program that hasn't been, hasn't been relevant since right. the 90s, you know, since they were that dominant then. And yet Tommy they can still – I mean, you tell me what pro program can get their fans to travel that hasn't been relevant. I mean, say, say what you want about Not the many. Buffalo Bills and lack of they'll Super travel. Bowls, but they'll travel. They'll but, travel. But the, but, and plus, they're good now. I mean, they're, yeah. they're winning the AFC East now. You know, that's, that's not a doubt. So I just, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting weekend, but a great weekend for college football. I think the way the calendars worked out. Um, but unfortunately, it's, it's, it was a bad weekend for Scott Frost. And he's, yeah, it, it, they're going to need to come together quick and be competitive in the Big Ten West, which um, I kind of find that hard to believe it'll be enough to appease the Nebraska fans. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 
Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.